Katie Mann, and welcome to the Hearts of Fire podcast. Today's episode of the Hearts of Fire podcast will feature our first-time guest, Sister Alice Kirk, and together we will take a deep dive into her ministry with the Archdiocese of New York. Before we get to our discussion, I'd like to remind you that whether you're watching this episode live or listening to it on a podcast, make sure to never miss an episode by clicking the subscribe button now. We appreciate your support of the Hearts of Fire podcast. Now on to today's discussion with our guest, Sister Alice. For those of you who don't know her, Sister Alice is a support state testing reporting coordinator for the Archdiocese of New York. And now I would like to formally welcome Sister Alice Kirk. Hi, Katie. Hi, everyone. Sister- Glad to be here. <laughs> okay. So, Sister Alice, first off, thank you for joining us today, and let's dive right Happy. into it. What led you to end up in your present ministry today, and where did you previously minister? Okay, uh, I'd probably like to start with saying that back in 1964, I began my ministry in the the elementary schools of New York. And uh, I went from one school to another in the elementary level. From there, I quickly, well, not quickly, but went to Dominican College, where I worked for uh, 10 years. After leaving Dominican College, or before I even left, I was asked to be principal in St. Catharines in Bloorveld. I was in St. Catharines in Bloorveld for about 16 years. At that point, I resigned from there, and although I loved it, my mother wasn't feeling that well, so I was helping with her and also went on for a computer education program in Iona College. Somewhere along the line, uh, the superintendent of schools in the Archdiocese of New York, 1011 as we call it, she gave me a call and asked me to, if I'd be interested in working with the teachers in the archdiocese. She had heard that I had this education, computer education. So she explained a little bit about it to me. And then I said, well, let me think about it. And it kind of piqued my interest. She did say that she was, she had a grant for a year and that grant would pay my salary for the year. Well, here I am 24 years later in the Archdiocese of New York. So I I guess the grant got stretched out. Now, um, so what she described to me was really setting up something with the teachers in education and um, just to go ahead with this. So I I actually took the job and I started. That's great. I actually... I actually had many friends who went to St. Catherine's um, when they were kids, the grammar school there, and they always had the best things to say about it. And I can only imagine they may know you. Um, hopefully for- I hope they said they loved me. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they weren't in too much trouble. Uh, you know, so moving forward, Sister Alice, tell us about a- your ministry at the Archdiocese of New York, and what is a typical day like for you? Okay, let me first say that I have two typical days. So when I first started, what I just described that uh, the superintendent told me about, that was one, you want to say ministry, but in the same area, I worked uh, in another uh, part of that. So the first typical day, 
Well, first, what uh, before the typical day is explained, I have to say that uh, I had to contact schools, had to contact principals, send out, this is what I'm willing to do. Does anyone want me to come? Blah, blah, blah. So they did send me, schools sent me and said, oh, I'd love you to come. So the setup was varied from different schools. I might go once a week for four weeks or twice a week for three or four weeks. It really differed. But my typical day definitely then was uh, was to get a, a, I carried a large, large, large laptop that weighed about 40 pounds, I think. Also, maybe having to take a, a projector. And I would carry that, go to the school. And then I would meet individually with each uh, teacher. And that was an experience. And you might not remember this, Katie, but these teachers, not all of them, but a lot of these teachers got thrown a computer in their, their uh, room and they had no idea what to do with it. Not even, they didn't know what to do with it. They didn't know what a mouse was. They didn't know how to turn on the computer. It was like maybe a little dust in the corner. So we started with the basics and moved on to all little programs. And, and that took time. You can see if they didn't know how to turn on the computer and they didn't know what a mouse was, it took time to go into some programs. Even if it was just showing them Word, what, what can they put in? Can they make a little poster and, and so forth? The bottom line was to get them to be able to enhance their curriculum. So after we got to know, and, and of course they all loved PowerPoint, but they didn't think they could do it, but gradually they did learn how to do it. And I, I said, well, maybe you want to use that in your classroom. Let's get a lesson, bring the lesson that you're going to be teaching next week. Let's put it into that lesson and see how the children respond to it and so forth and so on. So that was basically a typical day. I went from school to school, got to know. And, and after that, you know, it was, um, that was the typical first day of what I did. Then as time went on, 10 years or more, I was in that area. And, you know, the, the, um, the teachers were much more, uh, you know, enhanced with their education. They had a lot, of, lot more uh, professional training. So they became pretty good at it, at different things. Uh, also, in our schools, we have the school information system, school management system, which encompasses everything that's put into this system that the teachers do, that the school admin does, that the principal does. And that was being carried on by two people in, in our office. One of them, the director, she left for something else. And the other teacher, the other colleague, moved up to her as director. New superintendent came in and he asked me if I would go and work with this other person in the school information system. So that's what led me to my second typical day, which was basically much more stationary than what I described before. So, so you must you must have seen just all the technology in the world. And, that, you know, I, I can only imagine what it's been like for you from when you first started with the archdiocese to, you know, seeing the technology now and how far it's been, you know, just advanced and changed. Absolutely. In fact, I, 
when I was in that, I was listening to someone else who was trying to tell the person in school information system. She was trying to tell somebody on the phone and she said, just put the mouse, you know, on, on that. And they would literally take the mouse and put it on the screen. So that's, that's what I was talking about. But anyway, yes, they, they really moved and, and grew and I moved into this other position. So now I'm becoming, uh, I, now I'm flying by the, my, you know, just flying with stuff I didn't know. I was actually learning the program and at the same time willing to try to get to support it. Luckily, I had a very good co-worker Onika Jordan, who was, you know, just great at everything in it. And so she was able to work me through it. Sometimes I had to say, I'll call you back with the support. But that was my typical day there. Just emails, um, phone calls. Uh, we didn't go out unless we did some workshops. And that wasn't a typical day. But we did workshops throughout the year helping in this case, mostly school admins, which we call school admins, which might have been the secretary, they would get questions from the teachers, so they we would have to explain to them how to how to do everything. But it, and then we changed to another program, so it was a learning experience uh, for me also. Um, and that's that's basically what we did with uh, what I'm doing now. I'm still doing it. It's a little bit different. I've and I have other things that I do with it, but you really don't want to hear about. <laughs> well, no two days are ever the same as, you know, most ministries are. So Sister Alice, you know, kind of shifting topics, what have been some of the most rewarding moments of your ministry throughout your time there? Yeah, I probably would say one of the most or many re rewarding uh, moments Going back to the teachers that I, I worked with in the beginning, it was really great to see their faces from I can't do this to coming back to saying, getting excited and saying, I use this in my lesson and the kids loved it. They want to learn how to do it. All of those, uh, not compliments, but just saying, just being excited about what they're doing. And, and I say, even what I'm doing now, um, I remember people, uh, school admins saying to me, you have to help me through this. I, I'm, I'm really completely forgot what we have to do. I don't know how to do it. And then in the end saying, gee, you saved my life. You know, a uh, little exaggeration, but I mean, they appreciated it. Um, I, I also worked with some wonderful people. And as I mentioned before, my coworker, Onika, she really has been, if you knew her, she has been an inspiration to me every day. And I think, uh, I believe the two of us work so well together and we complement each other. And that, that's a rewarding moment for me also. That's, there's lots more, but again. Not enough time in the day to, you know, kind of go over all of this stuff. And, um, you know, you kind of touched on upon this before, but how did the pandemic affect your ministry? And do you feel as if things are back to normal? Good question. Um, the pandemic, as it affected, has it affected us? Yes. And it's affected the world. I don't think we've ever had anything that at the same time has affected so many people. Uh, I can remember, actually, the day in March 
where it was just before St. Patrick's Day, and they said, well, we're closing the building. You have to go home. So it's all right for me the first time they said it. Okay. Um, and then we, we were there a week and then a month, and we realized we're not going back. So we were home for remotely working for over a year. So that meant the first couple of days working remotely, you have to get a, a laptop. And, and, you know, the archdiocese was very good. Anything you need at home, we'll get to you. And so we were working, we were learning how to do Zoom, Zooming all the time. So uh, things that we didn't know. Uh, and and um, really not seeing people for so long. You know, everything was kind of hard, but as my hard as it was for us as, you know, working from 10, 11 and doing what I was doing, it was so hard on, <clears throat> excuse me, on the schools and the, and the teachers in the schools and the principals and the, and the, uh, uh, the students. I have to put a plug in for our schools though. They did a fantastic job. They were in every day, unless of course they had the COVID and they were teaching any child remotely or in person, and, and they did a really nice job. Um, now, it sounds like I, it was a, ne- a negative sometimes being home. One definite positive for me was that I didn't have to take that long drive into 1011 and fighting the traffic every day. So that's an experience that I, I did like. Uh, you got tired you know, being alone or not seeing other people. Now, as far as how is it now? Well, we we eventually went back slowly and we had restrictions on the elevators. We had restrictions in our office. You can only take the mask off in your office. We couldn't go to other offices and, and so forth and so on. The cafeteria was more or less closed and that gradually lessened. And You'd say, is it normal now? Well, you know what everyone says, what's the new, what's the new normal? I have to end with that, probably saying, yeah, at, in, in the office, we're, we're free to move around. It's, it's different. But I have to say, every time I put a different jacket on, I put my hand in the pocket, and out comes a mask. So I think until that's really gone away, if it ever goes away, that brings me back to reality. And I don't know if it's normal yet. Sure. And I can certainly relate to that. Um, And, you know, just kind of, again, shifting topics, uh, you know, actually my final question for you today, you know, really reflecting on your ministry and thinking about it. How do you feel that your ministry is connected to the mission of the Sisters of St. Dominic? Okay. This this was uh, something I've thought about before uh, you asking it now. Um, I've often thought being doing what I was doing and saying, gee, I'm not working with the poor. I'm not caring for the sick. I'm not traveling all over trying to do good things. But then the more I thought about it, I said, wait a minute. I am involved in support. I am supporting teachers in something that will help them with their students. And to me, education, you can't get anything more important than education. Sure. Because because that will bring you less poverty and less sickness, maybe, but definitely it will will help you to grow better. And I think 
even what I'm doing now. I'm supporting school personnel, su supporting principals, helping them to take burdens off their, their plate and putting it onto mine. So I think the word support is what I'm doing. And do they, what do they need? So they have a need, and I'm helping that. And I, I think an, another thing that we do at work that I feel is, is part of our mission, we interact in a personal level in our office quite often, especially at lunch. We, we, we talk about and share ideas on politics and religion, even recipes, because I don't participate in recipes at all. They know I don't cook. So uh, I, I think the other little thing that I add, and I think as Louisville Dominicans, it's always been uh, part of our nature to be joyful. And I think I present some laughter in my, in my group at work. Uh, I think they will vouch for that. Sometimes mm. they think a little bit crazy, but I think they enjoy it. And that's it, Katie, unless you have another question. No, I don't. Um, you know, I appreciate you joining us today, you know, kind of taking us through a deep dive of your ministry. And I hope that we'll see you in the future for um, more discussions. Thank you for having me. All right. Have a good one, Sister Alice. Okay. Bye-bye now. And before we go, I'd like to remind you that if you enjoyed today's discussion, please let us know by giving the Hearts of Fire podcast a five-star rating on wherever you're listening to your podcast. We hope that you will join us next week for a special Holy Week episode of the Hearts of Fire podcast with Sister Monica Paul Frazier. Thank you again for tuning in today, and please know that you are in the daily prayers of our sisters and associates.